0: Welcome back to the Lover's Lane Podcast. Today's episode is titled, Is That Weird? and other questions because I hear a lot of them in the store and we are going to talk about it today. Don't forget, currently in the stores and online, with any $100 purchase, we are giving away a free satisfier C-ring while supplies last. More romance, more Hello again, and welcome back to the Lover's Lane Podcast. My name is Haley, and I am a romance specialist in our stores. I'm an intimacy expert online, and I'm the host of the Lover's Lane Podcast. Today's episode is episode 9, and it's titled, Is That Weird and Other Questions from Working at Lover's Lane? And I've worked here, you know, if you've listened to the past episodes, I've been with our company for over six years. I've worked in the store for the entire time. But for um, exclusively working in the store five years now, I do both in the store and the podcast. And we really see everyone because everybody has sex, or everybody wants to masturbate, or feel good about themselves, or whatever. So people ask me, "Do you get a lot of weirdos? Did you get a lot of young people, a lot of old people? Like, who do you see in your store?" And the answer is, everyone. No, I don't have any weirdos They're anything like that. I don't think so at all. Um, I have people that are a little bit more open about their sexual boundaries and their sex lives, and that's not weird or strange to me whatsoever. Anyone's preference is their preference. It's not weird or off or strange to me. It's just something that they enjoy, so I am here to help. And I can say pretty confidently that all of us in the stores feel the exact same way. So today's episode is for the Lover's Line Romance Specialist, myself included. We want our customers to know that you are absolutely welcome here. All of your kinks, all of your preferences your sexual orientation. We are inclusive of every single person and more than that, we are judgment-free. The times are a little different and changing currently than they even were five years ago. I try my very best to ask customers their preferred pronoun because I don't want to accidentally misgender somebody or make them feel uncomfortable or that they don't know how to tell me that I'm, you know, labeling them wrong or anything like that. I try to ask customers what gender is your partner so that I can better direct, you know, toys or outfits or anything. And I hope that no one takes offense to me asking, but I just want everyone to feel included and comfortable because this is just about human sexuality and... To me, it's also about closing the orgasm gap. It's, you know, it's nearly 2021. We're always moving forward and discovering new things and preferences and learning about yourself and the world and other people, and I think it's beautiful. So if you were ever nervous or shy to shop a sex store or a lover's lane or even online, I hope that this episode can kind of relax you and we'll just have a little conversation over what a workday looks like for me because it's a really fun and interesting job. I, I absolutely love it. I have a lot of fun, but it's just different. It's not a retail store. I literally have customers that come in and they are dripping sweat, like beating sweat from their forehead. Because they are asking me to maybe, you know, help them understand how to do anal comfortably because it's something that their partner wants to do and they tried it, it's not working, they don't know where to turn, they don't want to talk to their friends about it, so they come here maybe looking for a lube or a toy or something and... I can't even show them anything because they're shaking or they're sweating. And I literally have to just have a conversation with them. You know, who's your partner? How long have you guys been together? Anything like that. And because I am trying to make you feel comfortable because I can't show you anything because you're going to get nervous. That's okay. It doesn't bother me at all. So don't feel intimidated. But, you know, on the other hand, I have customers... Repeat customers actually that I've seen, they, well, before COVID, no one um, goes within six feet of each other right now, but they would hug me and they would cry and they would thank me for saving their marriage. I know that with the WeVibe Chorus, I have experienced that two times in the past five years. The WeVibe Chorus used to be the Sync and that used to be the Four Plus. So they've had a lot of different versions of it, but the Chorus is the newest and latest and greatest one. I actually just had one of my really good friends talk to me about anal play and prostate play and I've helped one of my other friends with the same thing as well where they feel almost like emasculated and they just don't know where to turn because they actually enjoy anal stimulation and they don't know how to talk to their partner and they don't know where to go from here. They don't, they want a toy, but they're not sure which. They want their partner to feel comfortable with that. They need a lubricant and we're not judging you. We're not telling you, you know, this is not a toxic environment where, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say what's on my mind, but it's not how I feel at all. This is not a place where a man that wants anal stimulation is gay. What makes a man gay is liking another man, not anything to do with their body whatsoever. I also have people that have had erectile dysfunction, ED, and I've had women going through menopause. I see customers that come right from their doctor's office to our store and they need a penis pump or they want a dilator set or a Kegel ball. I've had customers that have had prostate cancer or breast cancer, and they have to completely relearn their bodies. And I really do see it as a privilege to help people that are struggling with themselves or their relationships. And it is the beginning of someone's journey to love themselves. If you've had trauma or anything else that I wouldn't wish on anybody, but it's, it's very real. So no, I, I don't feel like a sales associate. I don't feel like I work in a retail store. I am a teacher and I'm a listener and a therapist. I am absolutely an educator, I would hope. and Lover's Lane is here for you, we're here for your relationship, and because you absolutely deserve to love yourself. There is my very real and very true inspiration message of the day. I stand behind everything that I said a hundred thousand percent, but what's interesting and funny kind of (laughs) is when somebody comes into the store and they're uncomfortable, you do a a few of a couple things. (laughs) You'll either laugh or sweat and get jittery, or you get mean and defensive. And I am actually that person. Like, when I am out doing something and someone is kind of in my personal bubble and I have my mind set on something, or maybe I'm just in like a a slightly uncomfortable environment or something, I actually get mean and defensive. I have the RBF, the resting bitch face, unfortunately. And I've learned this not just from, well, actually, from my retail experience before here. This is a whole different world. This is, like, connecting with people that have issues or that just don't know where to turn, and we help them. And, of course... We we pride ourselves on giving really good customer service because we're actually showing you things that you are telling us that you want. But you know what? It's a little different. You get asked personal questions to find the best product or something that you are saying that you're that you're looking for. So what I mean with personal questions is we will ask you, you know, are you shopping for a toy? and maybe you know some restraints or an outfit or if you're looking just for a special night in or anniversary or birthday whatever people kind of get all flustered at questions like this they laugh it off they start sweating and the answer that I get after showing you exactly what you want when you're nervous is usually always the same people go (laughs) you know, they do a little chuckle. They see the, the, let's say it's a toy. They see a toy that they've said that they've wanted with their partner and it's exactly what they're looking for. And they're nervous about it though, because they've never done this. And they say, haha, is that weird? But is that weird? Is that strange? Is that unusual? Always like point." nine eight percent of the time they say huh is that weird no it's not weird it's exactly what you're asking for but what you're looking for is the validation that other people have used this that it's worked for other people that it's not strange for your relationship to bring something different and it's not I'm gonna take just a minute break and I'll be right back to answer some of the most common questions that I get asked in the store hold on just a minute All you need is love, lover's lane. Okay, I'm back. Welcome back to the Lover's Lane Podcast. This is episode, Is That Weird? And hopefully by now you know that it's not weird. Anything that you're looking for is perfectly, perfectly normal. So I am going to talk about our most commonly asked questions in the store. And it's mostly about product, but some about relationships as well. It's different when you have... An idea in your head about something that you want to do with your partner or experience with them or bring home and play with them but you haven't talked to them about it I get a lot of frustrated men that want their women partners to play with a toy with them but they haven't asked her and they don't know how she's going to respond. They don't, they don't exactly know what they're looking for because they haven't asked her about what kind of stimulation that she would want. And when we present them with all the different style toys that we have, it does, it gets kind of overwhelming. I'm not going to lie. There's a lot of stuff to choose from. I would say for women, we have three best-selling style toys. It's going to be a bullet so something that rests on the clitoris that she can use for solo play that she can use during intercourse but it's just for external they're great for nipple stimulation they're actually kind of fun to massage on the head and shaft of a penis as well the next is going to be a g-spot toy so that is something strictly for internal of course you can take it out of the vagina and use it on the clitoris on the nipples on the head and shaft Get a little exploratory with it, that's okay, but it is going to be longer size wider probably than a bullet. It goes inside, it hugs on the G-spot, pushes on that blood flow there, and gives a great internal orgasm. And then the last style is going to be a dual stimulator. So that's where people will see rabbits, bunnies, it might just say dual stimulator, or you know, kissing rabbit. There's a bunch of different words for a dual, but they all look really similar. It has a longer internal piece that's meant to go inside and rest on the G-spot, and it's either gonna vibrate or move or rotate or whatever. And then there's this kind of other little piece that hangs off the front of it and that is meant to sit outside to give your body clitoral stimulation as well. The only reason why I bring this up and I kind of give you a run through of the different styles is for people that are not vulva owners and they just don't understand how the toys work, they've never been face-to-face with one, giving you a little rundown. Well, I actually have had older women think that dual stimulators are meant for... (laughs) g-spot and backdoor play so you know I just don't know exactly your experience I'm just putting it down on a lower level the basics so everyone can be on the same page in future episodes and while those are probably our three most popular styles for women of course we have c-rings which some women enjoy We have anal toys, plugs, beads, which I'll dive into in just a minute, and a few like multi-use style toys. There are a lot of new collections now that kind of offer you different interchangeable pieces where you can get a little bit exploratory with it. There's also air pulsating toys, which, you know, can be both clitoral and dual, so there's just a lot. (laughs) But with that, I get you know a lot of men coming in they want to get something for their wives or their girlfriends whatever and they're overwhelmed they haven't talked to her they haven't decided what she wants if she even wants a toy what style toy whatever and then I get a lot of customers that have never had a toy before and maybe it's for them for solo play and they take a look at the store and there's a lot of options and they say what's the best one for beginners and truthfully It's preference. I stand behind air pulsating toys I think they're great. I think they work really well. I think that there's enough reviews on them that everyone says that they're amazing and that's going to be something like the Womanizer. But if you want to stick with a vibration and just see maybe you've watched movies or something with vibrators in there, I think a multi-purpose G-spot toy, like something like the GG from Lalo is a really good one for beginners because it rusts kind of perfect where it needs to go. It's not super intimidating in size. The motor's right up front so you can use it for clitoral play. But if you're looking for a toy for beginners, or anal play. There's a bunch of different stuff too. So people will always make their way over to the anal wall and a very common question I get is what is the difference between plugs and a bead? And other than the way that they're shaped their use is also different. So of course they're going to be inserted anally. A plug is really great To wear out and about because the stem on it is going to be a lot slimmer. So your sphincter muscle kind of closes around that and it's really comfortable throughout the day. A lot of them have remotes as well, so you don't have to reach around and change pulsations, while beads are a lot longer. So I would say those are mostly used during intercourse. Of course, if you play differently than that, that's your prerogative and it's okay. However, there's one kind of notable toy that I was actually just training a girl on the other day and I think it's really, really good for beginners because it helps you kind of understand maybe what you want for anal play, and it's the Trio by B-Vibe. The Trio by B-Vibe has three little, they look like anal beads, but the actual toy is in the shape of a plug, and there's two motors, so you got a lot of vibration there. The material's great, of course, it's by B-Vibe. They use 100% silicone, super soft, easy to clean, rechargeable, they're just great toys. But the Trio in particular is kind of like everything good about a bead meets everything great about a plug so you can maybe you know buy a plug later if you decide that that's what you liked about it or buy beads so what you would do with a plug i would say with the trio is If you are in a hetero male-female relationship and the female wants to use the plug, insert the trio. And then if your man is inserted vaginally, he can actually feel all the bumps and ridges that you get with those beads, which is also what makes beads so popular. But the plug will sit inside. You will feel more full and get more stimulation. You have more nerve endings pressed on toys. That feeling of fullness is really what people are looking for for anal play. However, when women when you are about to orgasm have you or your partner pull those beads out right before climax and all of a sudden you have way more sensation and like sensitivity and your orgasm gets heightened so you can kind of see what you like with the trio by b vibe i get a lot of questions on lingerie people want to know what looks best on them and i have an episode coming out all about lingerie and i will continue to make some in, in the future but i'm gonna give you a great tip that I have noticed in the past six years, both in the store and in my personal life. Nothing is going to look amazing on you unless you feel amazing in it. So if you have confidence in that lingerie, trust me, it looks great. (laughs) If you are questioning it and you're not exactly sure and you present yourself in a way that you're not exactly sure, it will not look as good as if you were like saying, yeah, I know this looks banging. (laughs) I have a lot of lubricant and oil questions too, so I'll just touch on them a little bit. Know that all of this stuff is upcoming. I will always talk about it on the podcast. It just varies an episode, so I'm going to touch on it a little bit more. First of all, for lubricants, people always want to know what's the difference between them. We sell mostly water-based and silicone-based. Occasionally, we'll get an oil-based in the store or online as well, but not all the time. Water-based is going to work with all toys. It's really soft. However, your body is made of mostly water. So when it starts to dry up, that's where a lot of people are think it's getting kind of sticky. It's not getting sticky. It's actually absorbing into your pore. Your pore is getting saturated, so it's just kind of left over there and it has nowhere to go. Or a lot of water-based have glycerin in them. So always ask or research before you buy. And then there's silicone-based which I love. It feels like silk and it doesn't absorb into the pore, so it's great for backdoor play. However, I would say a lot of silicone-based lubes are not always safe with toys. So again, make sure you ask. Oil-based? Not really safe with toys. A lot of people will use coconut oil for internal. I don't recommend it just because it kills both good and bad bacteria, plus it's not condom safe. With oils, (laughs) hmm. I know the bottle of massage oil kind of looks similar to the bottle of lubricant, but that is all oil based. So same thing, it's not really safe for internal. A lot of times there are added fragrances which could really harm vaginal pH and cause irritation. So stick with a massage oil for external use and give a nice massage for a really tiring day. (laughs) And then the last thing that I think out of all of our departments that I get questioned on a lot is bondage. I have a lot, I see a lot and, you know, experience a lot of... Like more vanilla sex couples in our store and a lot of really kinky couples too. But those vanilla couples are always kind of, you know, browsing the wall in our displays of bondage and they get curious about it. They ask me if people really use them, what's popular. We have a ton, really a ton of stuff. I would suggest looking some kinks up online, some fetishes, and If it's not for you, then you close your screen, you close your laptop or your phone. If it is for you, you can kind of explore what your turn-ons are and whatever door that may be, trust me, there's a whole world behind it, whether it's rope, restraints, impact play, you can definitely listen to our BDSM and kink intro episode, it's episode 6, but get a fet life maybe, you know, if you're interested in it and just kind of explore what people are into, and we are not shy. Of course, we will point you in the right direction of whatever you're looking for. So I kind of took you guys around the store today. (laughs) I tried to answer like a few questions in each of our major departments. If you have individual questions about any of them, please let me know. If there's something that you're wondering we have or how it works reach out to me. I'll help you out. We are on Twitter and Instagram. The handle is the same. It's at llpodcast. underscore. We are also now on Facebook. It's the Lovers Lane podcast. You can leave us a like or a review, hopefully a good one. Or if you're shy, which I understand, just go ahead and send me an email. My email is Haley, that's H-A-L-E-Y at loverslane.com. I hope this helped. I hope that you are willing to come shop at Lover's Lane or really any other sex store if you were nervous or anything like that if you're not listening in the Midwest we are also online loverslane.com and sexdrive.com is going to be all of our fun naughty stuff so check them out because at Lover's Lane I know the more that you know the better it gets. Next Monday, we are talking to Topher Taylor. I can't wait. He is in London, and we got to have an awesome interview with him. And we are going to talk all about prostate. I can't wait november or November is kind of a little spin-off from last month october for breast cancer awareness november is prostate health awareness and prostate cancer awareness so we get to talk with him he has a beautiful accent stay tuned for it and him and i will talk to you next monday